Check it out, uh. I'm back and I'm better. I've been patient, encouraging changes. I'm speaking new language. Just the thoughts of a joke. Only people who've been round will know. I'm talking about owning something, giving my homie some, teaching their youth how to survive. You owe me nothing. I'm just a young black man with a dream and a plan. These are my thoughts as I share them with the land. Thoughts of an average show. Just the thoughts of an average show. Uh -huh. Thoughts of an average show. Just the thoughts of an average show. Welcome to another episode of Thoughts of an Average Joe Podcast. My name is Tori Jackson, man, your favorite average Joe. And um, it's going to be part two of the Marriage Kit series, man. Um, I have a returning guest on. You, you want to introduce yourself? Yes. My name is Philippa Henderson. I'm John Henderson. So this is going to be interesting because the last time you listened and we had, and we have, uh, you know, Philippa, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. Or I'm Philly. You can call yeah. me Philly. We have Philly on and now we got both of y'all on. Um, so congratulations on the pregnancy, first of all. Thank you, um, thank you. I'm excited for y'all. I'm definitely excited for y'all. That's that when I heard the news, I was like, Oh, it's gonna be so exciting. Like it's just yes. so exciting. You think it brings a different element to what I'm trying to do. Because mm -hmm. the last couple, they just their kids almost won because he his his birthday we got we got the same birthday. So oh, wow. yeah, so it's gonna be interesting. Um, so why don't y'all tell my listeners how y'all met? Or what's y'all backstory? Ah, uh, okay. believe it or not. Yeah. What was it on it was Plenty of fish. Yeah, it's cool. Okay. All right. I ain't mad at that. Give me some. I ain't mad at that yeah. at all. I ain't mad at yeah. that at all. Um, so, I guess really we we're the one of the few people. We were the few people that like actually took it serious and put like serious notes in it. So okay. So if you take if you do plenty of fish or a dating website, they ask you like a bunch of questions. I it took me over two hours to finish that survey. And John was at the top of my list on the survey. Okay. But when I saw him, I was like, nah, bro, this man ain't going to want me. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, this is not, I'm not even going to go after it. But, you know, I had to do my little smiley face. I think he's, he was like, I like her. And then I was like, I like him. And then we didn't talk. And then he messaged me and he was like, oh, so you like Barack Obama. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. You like, I mean, you come across a girl's page and she talks about, oh, yeah, my interests include politics and stuff mm -hmm. like this. And I was like, all right, let's see if this is even a real chick. Because, like, mm -hmm. we matched. This chick's hot. No, there's probably a bot. Right. Probably, <laughs> next, next message is going to be like, I don't know what you mean, but you can buy my nudes for <laughs> so, you know, just kind of clearing shit. So, like, all right, I'm going to pick some topic she's interested in, and I'm talking about it. And I was like, hey, so what do you think about Barack Obama's job, or what do you think of the jobs he's done so far? And she pulls in with, like, well, actually, I was on his campaign and ran it in the Orlando area. Yeah, I was a, um, I was a field organizer for, for um, South Apopka, Lockhart, and parts of Pine Hills for a long time. I organized a community in um, 2012, yeah. Okay. Once I got out of high school, I went right in, and I got hired with the campaign after a few months of uh, being on the campaign and being an intern. Okay. I loved it, met the guy, like, once, met Michelle once. Like, it was nice. That's what's up, man. Even saw Joe Biden back in those days. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, before he went off the air. <laughs> I mean, it was, no, I don't think it was, like, before he went off the deep end. It was just, like, I was a kid, and uh -huh. I was new to the game, and, uh -huh. like, I was Democrat all the way. Like, you couldn't, 
know, <laughs> I had that pride, you know. Uh-huh. And then Trayvon Martin had just happened, uh. you know, and it was big. Like, we were marching and stuff like that. It was a big deal for me. So, um, but it's funny because, like, I my profile was surrounded around politics and, like, uh-huh. I wanted to find someone nice his profile, I thought this shit was a joke. <laughs> he was like, I didn't I'm not ready for anything like serious right now because I don't really have time. I'm in the military. I have school. I have priorities. I just want to talk to somebody. I just want somebody like vibe with for a little bit, you know? And I was like, this motherfucker ain't going to have no time for me, mm-hmm. you know? I was in school full time, working full time, and I had the fucking military thing going on. So it was like, I'm working all week, and then one week in a month, I'm going to be gone, and you there's no chance. So basically, like, at least once a month, we're going to go possibly two weeks without even seeing each other. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It was a big, I mean, like, it was. I, I knew the restrictions I had, and I was like, you know, if I can, I'm going to cast it out there. If I can find something, then cool. But Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I we mean, spoke for, like, three months before we actually met up. So how was how was that when y'all met up for the first time? Was it like awkward or was it just like natural chemistry or Oh, natural chemistry. Okay. It was like meeting my best friend again. Okay. Yeah. He yeah. picked me up and I had just came back from the beach with my friends. So I was in a bathing suit and I was like, Okay, cool. Where's your hold, hold on? Y'all went out to eat in a bathing suit? Like where's <laughs> no. y'all? No. Oh, okay. we actually our first date was uh we just went up to Cranger's and walked around and talked. Okay. Yeah, he picked right. me up from my friend's house. My friends were like, you got to be careful. You're in a bathing suit. Oh, my God. We don't even know this motherfucker. We're <laughs> and I was like, oh, I mean, like, I've been talking to him for three months. Uh-huh. He seems like a cool dude. We haven't linked up yet because he didn't ask me. And I was like, excuse me. Like, hello. And I'm like, all these other guys, it's like when you're on those websites, guys are like, you know, let's talk. Uh-huh. Let's meet up. And he was like, I don't got time for this. Uh-huh. And I was like, I got to, we, we got to figure out something. And he was just like, I was going to ask you, why you got to do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was nice. We went out to Crane's Roost. Um, we walked in the park. It was a really nice walk. It was automatic, like, chemistry. I felt okay. like we barely spoke the whole time. But, you know, like, when you're around somebody and you don't have to even speak, mm-hmm. you just feel nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. She lied. We, wa- we talked. I mean, we did. But like, for the f- when in the beginning, yeah, it was kind of that, like the first lap around Crane's Roost. Mm-hmm. It was kind of that kind of awkward get to know you conversation. I mean, there was the ride up there to the first, but that kind of like, all right, let's kind of get to know each other on a personal level. And then by the f- by the sec beginning of the second lap, we realized it was like talking to our friends again. So we're like going more deeper into more mm-hmm. philosophical shit that you would never talk about in, like, a first date. But it was like, <laughs> yeah, so this is how I think the universe works. Yeah, <laughs> we talked about the universe. I We didn't even kiss the first date. Yeah, we did, when I dropped you off. I mean, like, did we? Maybe one time? And I was like, uh, and I was going to friend zone him. And he was like, nope. Mm. <laughs> 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 you ain't. <laughs> you fast one. No, 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 no. This night was too good. I'm not letting it slip by. I'm not doing the friend zone thing. Yeah. No. I feel you, man. So how long y'all been married for? Uh, we've been married five for years. Yeah, like four or five years. Okay. Four. Yeah, four years. Four years. We've been together for six year. years. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's yeah. what's up, man. I don't hear a lot of POS stories. Me and my girl, we met off this uh podcast group chat. So oh, really? uh yeah, so I, I I'm very encouraged with this story. Cause I didn't know how y'all met, and it's, I'm very encouraged. I'm telling babe, see, look, 
If they can do it, we can do it. <laughs> yes. Yes. If they can do it, we can do it. Online so, dating is not hard. It's not. It's just like you just got to run through the bullshit and really find what's real. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Connections. I feel like it's a lot more common of a thing now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Especially with Tinder. Like, Jesus. Oh, I don't, I, I'm not touching Tinder with the five-inch <laughs> pole. I used to get hit up like 200 messages at a time. <laughs> you want to see my dick? <laughs> I, I was single for a long-ass time before Tinder came along, and then like I found Philly, and then Tinder really started popping off, and I was just like, thank God. Thank God I got to the point where I'm married before this was like... That's what's up, man. I'm really happy for y'all, man, because like, I've had some like PR relationships, and I'm just like... Didn't go nowhere, and I'm like, it didn't. Yeah, I had some too, and I met some really like good women off the of t- off off the POF, and I'm just like, it just didn't, just didn't work, and I'm just like, I'm gonna just delete the app because it's like I'm not, but this isn't this is very encouraging, y'all. This is very encouraging. Y'all don't understand. This is very encouraging. Well, you know, it's funny. It's like uh, when we met, I had just turned twenty, and you were like twenty eight. I've been 29. 29. Yeah, you were 29. He's nine years older than me. Okay, that's a big. Okay, so how, yeah. how big? How, how does that age gap work between y'all? Uh, I kind of fumbled beginning of life, so I didn't. I was. I, mean, I guess it kind of seems like I'm way ahead of you now, but it, if w- by the time we met, I felt like I was just getting my life started back uh-huh. over. Uh-huh. So I, I was in the military, and you know, I went to Afghanistan for a year, and then I finally got enough to I can go get my GI Bill and uh-huh. get school paid for. So I dropped back into school and started working on getting my degree, which was, you know, school full-time, uh-huh. work full-time, yeah. military thing. We met when he was just, it was his first year of college. And he was like, oh, I got to pay for this college, yo. And I was like, bro, FAFSA. And he was like, I don't know nothing about yeah, FAFSA. Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't know anything about it. And she brought it up. She yo. showed me the way. Yes. <laughs> I know the way. <laughs> I know it's a lifesaver. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Especially the age gap. I used to date one girl, and I was like, what was I, 25 when she was like 18? Oh, no, wow. it's just like, yo, that age gap is real. Well, 18 is like, I just got out of my mom's womb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she had a kid, too. So it oh was like, gosh. yeah, it was. Yeah, and plus, keep in mind, like, she did the whole Barack Obama thing when she was 18. Uh, so, like, for someone who's immature, uh-huh. she's also very mature for her age. <laughs> so we, we kind of end up meeting uh-huh. in the middle. Kind of balance yourself out. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's interesting, man. That's that's probably. I mean, I listened to my parents' story, but this is that's more interesting than my parents' story. Yeah, so this is, this I actually very... think age gaps work, uh-huh. especially if you have a mature female. If the woman ain't mature and the man ain't mature, y'all ain't going many places. Uh-huh. Because maturity matters. Yeah, it does. I mean, it does. Yeah, it, it has to be a balance out. It has to be a balance out. It has to be more of a respect and understanding. It can't be like, you got to listen to me because I'm this much older than you. Otherwise, it's not going to work. Ha- that happened. And I was like, now, now. And then I was like, <laughs> and then he was like, no, this, this, no, you have to grow up. And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, you get, you chill out more, you know, the little, like, the more the relationship goes along. You just find what works. You don't want to fight too much. Mm-hmm. I mean, your brain isn't even fully developed until you're 23. Mm-hmm. Crazy. So before we get into it, right, I, I wanted to ask this because I didn't ask this on the last, on the on the first episode. Um, do y'all feel like when it comes to getting your parents' approval for marriage, is that important or is that not important? Ooh, because, you know, he's Caucasian and I'm 
mm-hmm. Jamaican. Like you're Scottish, I'm Jamaican. You're Scottish American. Yeah, yeah, like so disconnected from Scotland that I just know I'm Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm still connected to Jamaican. I mean, to Jamaica. I was born there and came over here when I was a little kid. I, okay, so when it comes to parents' approval, I was scared when I first met his parents. Uh-huh. I've been in interracial relationships, but they were more with people with in they were closer culture to me. Like uh-huh. I've been with like a Mexican guy and his cult, like his mom loved me. Uh-huh. I've been with Spanish people. And I've been with like different cultures of guys and it was fine. But when I met his parents, I was like, whoa. So his parents are in a different class than my parents are. And I was like, fuck, like what type of impression meant at, impression uh-huh. am I going to make? But uh-huh. of course the maturity was there. And then I already had like, I just had the right grounds to come at them. And they were like, wow, she's respectable. Mm-hmm. She's nice. She's going to treat my son right. And off the off the rip, they love me. Okay. Like, they love me. That's really how that works. I know, <laughs> right? And then my mom was like, my son. <laughs> she was like, it was just our parents, like, they saw us and they were just like, y'all work. Okay. Y'all work. That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. For me, it depends. Like, my mom can be very, I, I think she could be very judgmental. She may disagree. But I feel like if they didn't approve of my girlfriend or the person I wanted to marry, that's not going to stop me from marrying them. I just feel like over time you'll get over it or you'll turn or you'll learn to like them, if that makes sense. Like, I'm not, if... Like, for example, like, let's say my mom is very, um, wait before you get married to have kids. Correct. And if I have a kid outside of marriage, that may look at her in a different light. But if I had already planned on marrying her before we had the kid, Mm -hmm. then I'm going to marry her regardless. And just because you, you know, just because you are upset about that and don't feel that type of way, I'm not about to be like, okay, so now I'm not going to marry. That makes no sense to me. So yeah. I've always just been of mindset of I would like for their approval, mm-hmm. but it's not like a definite if my mom or my parents don't like you, you're out of here. It it just depends on the reason. Now, if they, if they tell me like in their spare, like, yo, something ain't sitting right yeah. with me, then I'll take into consideration. But if it's just because I got her pregnant outside of wedlock, I'm not, I'm, I'm not about to tell her. I'm not about to be like, oh, well, I can't marry her now because my parents, no, I've never been like that. Yeah. I mean, uh, see, when you asked me that question, I guess I came at it from a different angle. Mm-hmm. I've been with guys before that my parents did not approve of. Mm-hmm. And my mom's, when I say she's Jamaican, like, she will t- she don't have no curb to her language, like, to, <laughs> to what she has. So, like, my mom is very judgmental, very judgmental. So the fact that I got the seal of approval with him, mm-hmm. it was because he was coming from the right angle. Mm-hmm. My last boyfriend, she was like, no. Uh-uh, we don't want this. And I was like, I don't care what you want. I'm going to do me. But now looking back at it, if my mom doesn't approve, I think there's something to that. Because, like, I always hear about my friends that have to argue with their parents about their spouses. Uh-huh. And then, like, they have kids with their spouses and, like, their parents still don't like them. And then it's like, there's so much fight. It's so much better when there's not a fight. Very true. I agree with that. Like, I hope it would never get to that with me, but if uh-huh. I feel like you don't like my wife because of something petty, 
then I guess we'll just have a strange relationship for, for a little bit because I'm not about to lose out on the love of my life because you don't like her, if that makes sense. I yeah, mean, but as a I wife, feel. it's... Okay, so as a wife, uh-huh. I always approached it as it's my responsibility to become a part of his family. Uh-huh. I've never, ever thought of a relationship as, oh, you either like me or you don't like me. I feel like any person, whether male or female, that approaches a relationship like that, you're already starting off the relationship wrong. Okay. Because we have, like, in order for us to be married, we're going to have to be family. Uh-huh. So you're going to be a part of this family, so why not integrate, uh-huh. you know? I guess I guess what I'm trying to get at is more so of to where it's more so of the parents' fault and not the wife's fault, if that makes sense. So where the wife wants to integrate, but the parents just don't like the wife for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So... That's yeah, it. there's some people that's unreasonable. Uh-huh. Yeah. There, there's just some people that's unreasonable. So let's let's get into it. So living together before you get married. Did y'all live yeah. together before y'all got married, or how did that go? Definitely lived okay. together, yeah. Of we course. Were, she moved in after we were dating for, what, three months, four yeah. months? Yeah, because remember, we talked for three months, uh-huh. and then we met up. And then after we met up, it was just, it took off. Okay. Like it took off like crazy. And then three months later, I had moved out of my friend's house and mm-hmm. I moved in with him because I was like, pretty much lost your place there. I didn't lose my place there. I was living with four girls at the time. And one of my roommates, tricky situation, she moved in her boyfriend. And her boyfriend, uh, what was it? He was an alcoholic uh. and he sexually assaulted her sister. And I was uh. like, Fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad at you. And, and John was like, you know, let's just, let's integrate you into the home. Uh-huh. And his roommates were like, we like you. You're not a problem. Uh-huh. She was already hanging out all the time anyways. Yeah. Just like, she was pretty much already a honorable roommate type deal. So it okay. was like, hey, let's just make it official. Let's move her in. And yeah. then ironically, you know, she, she got in and she was like one of the first people that were roommates and actually on the lease okay and, and paid rent That's every a, month so without oh, fail yeah. boo. Of, <laughs> and, and I say i'm proud of it i i've i've had several roommates my little brother was the longest lone roommate her little sister came in i've had terrible roommates don't had, ever do that you guys don't move in your siblings with your spouse mm. girl it don't work well actually in this case my spouse had moved in with us because me and Craig were living there already. Correct. You moved in with us. So it's yeah. Like, but Craig and was he was, he was, me and him were the original leaseholders. Mm-hmm. So every time that lease got re-signed, it was me and him. Uh-huh. None of you, none of the extra, third, that third roommate, because it was a three-bedroom, right? And that third uh, that third roommate had never been on the lease. Every time we turn, like, hey, by the way, you need to do the application, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. they just keep sending me rent money and they, uh-huh. whatever. I was like, as long as you're paying, whatever. Uh-huh. They barely paid, yo. It was yeah, me and him uh, paying. I, I had I had to front so much money. So uh-huh. much sucked. money. Sometimes they ain't even pay us. Hell no. Yo, I was proud. I was like, I'm responsible. I always pay my bills. Y'all ain't gonna tell me shit. <laughs> <laughs> and unfortunately, I'm the same way. So rent got paid, uh-huh. even if I wasn't getting paid. Which, uh-huh. You know, got hard, but so. When she came in, she she was the most on time, always fucking paid her her portion, whatever, and it was just like never had to question it, uh-huh. never, never had to like be like, hey, I know we're dating and all, but 
can I get your rent money, please? <laughs> no, it was on time every month. I, I was very proud of that. I was like, there was a time where, we, like, uh, we were both not really in a good financial situation. You were still doing delivery. I was at, like, this random call center that barely paid me scraps. Uh-huh. And, like, uh, we literally used, like, we were... 50 50 on most things like uh-huh. if not everything besides when he wanted to do something special every now and then i i felt really good about that yeah we were like partners like that was my partner in crime yeah we, we were talking things financially part like together for a while before we so. got married That's i believe so. in that like if you're dating i'm a firm believer that if y'all if it's not marriage then it's 50 50 uh-huh. uh-huh. i agree with you on that i do agree with you on that um, this is why I didn't get my parents on this episode because I know they was going to say no, and I wanted <laughs> I wanted everybody to agree what with me. What do you mean no? My parents don't believe in you should live together before you get married. My parents, oh. but yeah, my parents believe in it causes. They gave me some statistic, and I wrote it down. But me, especially in a relationship relationship I'm in now, because we're long distance. She lives in New York. I live down. I live in Florida. Mm-hmm. I definitely believe that we need to live together like i understand like she has gripes about it mm-hmm. and i get it but i'm like if that's the case i could just stay down here until i'm ready to move up there yeah. until i'm ready to have my own pl- i'm not moving from florida to new york to have my own place when yeah. it's more expensive when i could have just stayed in florida exactly so i do me personally i feel like you have to especially nowadays like you need to figure out when before you get married, the money situation you need to figure out. They pay their rental time. You need to figure out just little quirks about people. Like you know what I'm saying, like if I hate snoring and you snore, you know what I'm saying we've been through trying to work work through that situation. Yeah, like, uh-huh. that, it, there's so many small things uh-huh. you don't realize about yourself or about the other person until you're living with uh-huh. someone. You know, you're like, until you're like there all the time, uh-huh. and it's not like, well, I'm gonna go home because that's where you are. Uh-huh. Yeah, so. Any issues that come up, you have to deal with it. And I think and it's, it's, I think it's clutch because you get to see that person up front. Because most, from from what my parents said, and from what other people have told me, is that when you get when you get married to that person, the person doesn't really change; they stay the same. So you get to see that person up front exactly who they are and how they are, and then you get to figure out if you want to get if if you want to marry them or not. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know. I just feel like it's. It's huge, like, because you may say that you know how to cook, but then when we live together, I find out you can't cook worth a damn. Mm-hmm. Or you can cook, but, like, you do it so rarely because you really don't like to. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like, for example, I have a bad habit of, of I lose, I keep losing, like, all my, all my underwear and socks, so I just leave all my dirty clothes in a corner of the bathroom so I know where they're at until it's time to wash them. And she may be like, it needs to go in a hamper. Yeah. My fault. Silent <laughs> 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 your phones. Oh man, I I forgot about I had that alarm. And she may and she may uh be like, yo, it needs to go in a hamper. Just minute things like that. Like I feel like that's so it's so important as to why we need to live together. But I do see the uh some other female side of it. They was like, we're living together. Then men get so comfortable to where they don't. They just feel like I don't have to marry you because we're already doing married things without having a paper. But in my opinion, I feel like that also comes from the commitment. Like, and that's what I told my girl. I was like, just because we live together, that don't mean like I'm not going to marry you. The goal is to marry you. The goal mm-hmm. isn't to just 
move my life all the way up to New York and just be like, I'm cool with that because I'm not. I just need to make sure that we can really cohabitat before I ask you to be my wife. Yeah. Uh, well, okay, so there's two things to that, okay? Uh-huh. So living, in my opinion, as a woman, I feel like it's important to live with a man before you you actually uh, marry them because some men are abusive. Uh-huh. Some women are abusive. Uh-huh. Like, it goes both ways. I don't even want to make it a one-sided thing. Um, not only that, but people, like, uh, they do real weird things. Like, I'm pretty low... Like, I don't mind you leaving the toilet seat up. We went through periods where we didn't use clothes baskets and we just kind of threw it in a pile Uh and then did laundry. And then we kind of grew from that. Uh And then sometimes we revert. But, like, there was was some issues we all all had to work through. But but it's like it wasn't even, like, anything that we argued about. I think we argued for, like, dumb stuff, like – naruto episodes and like oh yeah some of our worst arguments were over the most (laughs) meaningless stuff like anything really deep that it was like oh this is is looking at our future or this is looking at what an issue we're dealing right now we might have a a harsh argument Mm -hmm. sort of but we argued about marriage Let's say that we did. Yeah. Cause like, yeah. Cause what, I what? believe if you're before you move in with somebody, you should have a limit on, uh, you should have limits and boundaries based on how long you want to wait for marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I absolutely believe that. Cause like when I believe that like, uh, women have their highest SMV, which is like social market value. Mm-hmm. And, like, we're young. When we're young, that's, like, when we're the most, of like, valuable to, like, as many men on the market as possible. And I was, <laughs> like, I'm not going to take my highest SMV years mm-hmm. and yeah. give it all to you. We, we had so. one major <laughs> – we definitely had one major conflict that we, we both kind of had to budge a little bit on because uh, my my rule of thumb when I was getting into – when getting into any relationship is you've – you need to be with somebody for like at least two years I agree before with you. you, you're in a marriage because I agree there with is there's so many personality traits and you need to see how somebody is growing because you don't make sure even you really guys are growing in the same direction. You don't really know somebody until like two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree with you hundred percent. And then yeah. uh, infatuation doesn't fall off until two years as well. Mm-hmm. But Her I said, general rule of thumb mm-hmm. was I don't want to stay with somebody who's not willing to marry me within the first two years. Yeah. Well, not like marry, but like in, engage. Oh, yeah. Engage. Within okay. the Ask first. Because I was like, after two years, like I lived, well, we moved in after three months of da- like dating. So we had lived together for like a while. Yeah. Like we weren't just like, I'm taking you out on a date. You're mm-hmm. taking me out on a date. We were waking up next to each other every mm-hmm. day. And I was like, dude, we don't have issues. Like if you wanted to marry me, you would. And after like, when we got to almost the two year mark, I was like, look, dude, you got like six more months. I'm saving up to move out. If you don't think that I'm right for you, then I'm going to leave because after 22, like I've been with you since I was 20. I'm about to be 22. I just like, that's my drinking years. I just like, you know, like Mm -hmm. I I want to find a husband. I'm Mm -hmm. not here to be your girlfriend forever. Mm-hmm. I want to be somebody's wife and I want my children to be born in wedlock, mm-hmm. which is super important to me. Mm-hmm. And I had said, these are just my boundaries. 
I'm not going to, I'm not the one. I have cousins that have been with men for eight plus years. Didn't even want to marry her. Uh-huh. Didn't marry her. And she lost her whole childhood. Uh-huh. And now she's like 30 something looking for somebody to love. And uh-huh. he married the first girl that he found. Uh-huh. Like, like if you, you know, you know. So if you don't want me, please let me go so uh-huh. I can find somebody that want me. But he was like, he was like, at, at one point, he was just like, I want you. And I was like, okay, well, if you want me, then commit. Uh-huh. So here was the problem at this point. We, we started getting into in arguments. I'm like, I told you we agreed, last, we agreed last time or whatever that we wouldn't have this discussion until at least this period. And I, I, I had to hide the fact that I was trying to figure out the best way to ask her because I didn't want it to be some – Boring. Oh, I w- we went to a restaurant and I dropped in front uh-huh. of everybody, or I held up a sign, or like I wanted it to be something special. Well, my fam, my mom had contacted me when we was tra- trying to figure out and plan like a family vacation, and I was like, I can use this. This this is very very usable. Okay. Um. So I talked her into making the ski trip and we ended up uh, Olympic Valley in California. So we. We drove to California. Oh, yeah. So, like, this was probably the final test. Oh, it was We so drove nice. from Florida to California nonstop. Nonstop. Damn. Yeah. Yo, I'd have been, y'all have probably been like, look, I love you, but I need a little bit of space when I get home because you dropping me up the wall. No, we not never at needed all. that. We mm. never needed This not is my once best friend. The entire road trip. Hands down. And my, my little best brother friend. was in the car with us. Yeah. But. His brother and, and is my brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like ever since we've been rooming together, his brother uh-huh. is—he's my brother. Like through like all of his brother's stuff, all of my stuff, all of my sister's stuff. His my sister is his little sister. Uh-huh. <laughs> like now, I did kind of lie because it wasn't necessarily nonstop. We were stopping by like some major cities uh-huh. and stopping, having a breakfast or lunch and dinner, taking pictures, uh-huh. maybe walk around a little bit, but no more than like an hour uh-huh. or so. You know, we went through pretty much. We went uh, through, like, uh, Colorado and stuff like that the first time. And then when we left. And came back, we went We went through, like, like uh, uh, Las Vegas, okay. New Orleans. So we got to see a lot of America together. Uh-huh. Dude, if you want to know she's your wife, try and take her on a long road trip. Ride long like that. road trip. Like, Yo, I, that was the best final test. It was awesome. It was, I didn't even know he was going to get engaged to me. Like, I, I had no clue now the funny thing is (laughs) for like two weeks before that and i felt so bad for this so i i got two rings one was supposed to be a nice one Uh the other one i gotten for a backup Uh she knew at the time that if she was going to get a ring it wasn't going to be like some really expensive ring Uh but i wanted to get her something nice you know um the real the the ring that was supposed to come in came in, come in, never came in. Uh. I got the backup. The backup ended up being really shitty. Really shitty. <laughs> <Liar>. <laughs> and I've, really I, shitty. I've been holding it in a coat, like knowing that I was going to be wearing this coat eventually when I asked, because I had this plan. I was like, okay, we're going to go to the top of the mountain. We're going to go skiing, you know, and when we get to the top of the mountain, I'm going to, I'm going to declare my love on top of the world uh-huh. type deal. And um, I, for like two weeks, I had this, ring in my pocket and we finally get out there and we're uh we finally get to the first day of skiing and we're driving up and it's already broken down to that philly's probably not going to ski at all 
Yeah. And I was like, I wouldn't okay. bat that life. That okay, wasn't that's, me. That's that's all right. I can I can probably do it at the base of the mountain during like a little romantic spot or whatever. Yeah. And we're driving up and we um we hit this little spot that's like a little photogenic area. Uh-huh. And we're looking out and everybody's taking pictures and I'm I'm looking back and like everybody starts walking back to the car. I realize shit, shit. This is this is the moment. Yeah, Philly, come here. <laughs> and, and everybody's like, what? And I was like, just just come here. And at that point, I was like, dropped to my knees, and everybody was like, what? what? Your mom was like, oh, my God. And I was like, it was, it was the most fantastic view. We amazing. got the picture, and it, it's like my profile picture type deal on my Facebook yeah. now. It was Lake um, Tahoe. It was like right, it was like right on Lake Tahoe. Yeah. It was gorgeous. By the time we came back and for the rest of the trip, that view was not possible to be seen. Uh, yeah. Like it was covered in clouds. You couldn't see the lake. You couldn't see anything. It was just gray cloud looking off the nothingness. Uh. Yeah. And I was like, yep, that was the moment. Thank <laughs> <laughs> sure. God I noticed it. You know, it's crazy. It's like I, I've always, like, you've always been my best friend. I was like, it's, it was never a moment where I was like, oh, this is too much time with him. Uh-huh. I was never like that. I was like, this is my best friend. I can spend all day with him. Like, and when you when you asked me, I was just like, oh my gosh, I was so taken aback. I know we had the conversations and I was like, time's up. <laughs> but I didn't know because I was like, you know, I I didn't know. How about that? I just didn't know. I was like, I was at the point where I was like, maybe he just doesn't like, maybe we're friends and he just doesn't, it's not like that, but it wasn't like that. Okay. It wasn't like that at all. And, you know, it's funny because, like, now we're better off in life. But back then, we were like, I loved you when you had nothing. I was there for you all through college, all four years. Yeah, I saw you graduate. I had my back the whole time. I've had your back the whole time. Yeah. The whole time. That's what's up, man. Yeah. Um, so we're going to take a break. I'm mm-hmm. going to um, gotta let these sponsors play. And then after that, we'll get back into it. Yeah. So, um, uh, I, I, this is a good story. This is a great love story. I'm just so happy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what are some of the benefits from living with your spouse? <sighs> living with my spouse? It's I'm yeah, well, living with living, <laughs> living together before you get married. Yeah. Um, oh. honestly, just getting to know each other mm-hmm. and kind of yeah. getting in the flow with how everything's going. Um, we, when we finally did get married and it, it was a while before we actually had like a, a actual ceremony, mm-hmm. we had done the courthouse thing. Oh yeah. That was fun. That was fun. It was the, like one day I was like, um, yeah, let's just, let's just go to the courthouse. And it was like six months after we got engaged and you were like the courthouse and you got like so scared. You were like, oh my God, this is happening. <laughs> we, we, had, we had one of these like l- arguments. It was, yeah. it got really bad got and it horrible. was like. <laughs> it, it must have just been all of the anxiety just mm-hmm. boom because it was like we knew what we were doing tomorrow. Yeah, mm. we had, it was like we the, had all the stuff ready. We had, what, we, and we weren't even really technically ready. Well, we got up there and we did the thing, but we still had to wait two days before we got the marriage certificate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like we, uh, firstly, I want to say that when you get engaged, you're always going to feel scared. Mm-hmm. Like I know a lot of my friends, like uh, they get go through this. Or- or engaged. get engaged and get married. Oh, yeah. And both asking of those that question were huge. Uh, yeah, that it moment was, of asking the question was like, 
trying to force words out of mm-hmm. you, and it just you're like, I, I'm I'm trying to make noise, I understand. but nothing's I'll, coming I'll, out. I'll tell you completely because I remember there was one time where I, I knew she was going to say yes to ask her to be my girlfriend, but it was like the whole ride home. I just couldn't get those words out for yes. her to for her to say yes or no. I, I understand completely. But then it's like another layer of it because it's like. I spent these couple of years living with this person. Mm-hmm. I know this person's my friend, but do I really want to spend the rest of my life with this person? Mm-hmm. Is there someone better out there for me? Like, you don't really think about that, but you got to be honest with yourself. You kind of are like, you're scared because, you know, marriage is like people divorce almost 75% of the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just know? like your whole relationship flashes before your eyes type of thing, you know? Yeah. Cause like, you're like, okay. Let me go ahead and quickly review everything that I did just to make sure I'm not just, I looked at something with rose-colored lenses or something. Like, let me really look at a relationship. And then that's when the argument ensues, you know. You start like, well, what did you really mean when you backside <laughs> this and stuff? And all the back history comes out. So it, it, you, you end up going through that, but you end up coming out so much stronger. Mm-hmm. And then you're married and life goes on. And it's just like nothing changes. Yeah. Absolutely nothing changes. changes. Like from the time that you're engaged to the time that you're married, nothing changes. The only thing that happens is you go through this high level of fire. Okay. The the biggest moment of change that we have ever gone through, well, yet. Yeah. Give it a Besides the baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But before that, the, the, the biggest thing we went through was getting this house. Okay. Like, that that was our biggest. We we're working together. We we're attacking this. And oh man, doing what we need to do, and then it was just moving in and just living in our in our own home. Yeah, because the first two years we were married, we were living with roommates still. Uh-huh. My my little brother, and then eventually her little sister moved. We in. lived with roommates for four years. Uh-huh. Two years when we weren't married. Two years when we were yeah. married. So it was uh, like yeah. four years together. Before with roommates. Yeah, and then when we uh when we moved out without roommates, it was like easy breezy cover girl. <laughs> it was like nice cuz it was like roommates do a lot to you. Uh-huh. They don't like it. You would think that it's easy. Well, I also want to say something too. Like if I was a guy, I wouldn't be moving in. I wouldn't cohabitate with a woman with children. Uh-huh. Before, like, before, like, uh-huh. being, fi- being fiance and stuff like uh-huh. that, because, yeah, like, yeah. when you you'd, move in with someone with a child, you have to understand that you're responsible. You're responsible for those children when uh-huh. you move in with them kids. Uh-huh. So it's a completely different, different ball yeah. game. I think that you know that's then, not something that we can like, uh, like your brother. That was completely different. You know, when you move someone in with children, because he took on all that responsibility. And it wasn't like she wasn't even his wife. Uh. She was just his girlfriend. And she expected him to pay for her children. It was uh. no 50 oh, 50. He, oh, <laughs> he was like, <laughs> <laughs> bro, it was like he, he took on everything and it was expected of him. Like, I was like, this is some grown up shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> some real grown up shit. Like, it was that, that's too much for me. But we both didn't have children, thank God. That would have been the different situation. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So uh, before we move on, uh-huh. uh, I was reading this article, and it said that um, 
two-thirds of young adults believe that living together prior to marriage is an effective way to prevent divorce and ensue a happy union. Do y'all agree with that? Prevent divorce? Yeah, to prevent divorce, yeah. How is it going to prevent divorce? And if people never get married. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. thank you. I was <laughs> like, prevent divorce? Preventing di- Okay, so like I'm on a, I have a pregnancy group that I was in. Preventing divorce starts with trying to work through your problems. That's that. Like, it's not about living together versus not living together. Mm-hmm. It's about how you handle hard situations. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of times where we could have just been like, fuck it, fuck you. You don't like what I say, fuck you. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I think there's this old school way of thinking of like, if you're just in a relationship with somebody and you go through these stupid little turmoil things, you're more likely to just say, fuck it and throw it all away. Mm-hmm. But if you're married, then. Then you have to force. You have to get through it. You have to push yourself through it. But you, a lease, an apartment lease, it can feel just like a marriage. Yeah. For real, not easy to get out of. <laughs> like, and if if you end up having problems and you have like a most a year left on the lease or something, you're gonna have to go through basically a divorce. So uh-huh. you're gonna eventually find out. Can I live with this person? Mm-hmm. You can't marry somebody you can't live with. That's yeah, facts. that's facts. And you can't marry someone that you can't constructively get through arguments with. Mm-hmm. So, like yeah. arguments, like hard times, that's when the rubber hits the road. Because, like, we had a lot of times where it was like beating steering wheels. You literally broke your steering wheel because we were oh, arguing. My God. We. I've- the steering wheel didn't break it was the the horn part Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) like i would like there was a time where i was younger and i was really hard to deal with i was very hard-headed i was not i was and in fairness these these were political arguments so we would be listening to like fox news or Mm -hmm. or, or npr or something and then Something would happen, and we would we would find something where we are on opposite sides of the fence, and we just start button heads and button heads. And in it, I'm not gonna lie, our arguments can sound really bad. <laughs> we both have a bad habit of cursing uh-huh. and yelling at our top of the lungs, but um, it it never's it's never gotten to the point where I would want to lay my hands on her uh-huh. or her on uh, her hands on me or anything like that. And when you live together, you you learn about what it's like to really spend a lot of time because uh-huh. you're seeing now with the, with COVID thing going on, domestic violence is skyrocketing it's across skyrocketing. the country. And it's because people are forced to spend all their time together and they're really learning who they are. Uh-huh. Well, you know, a lot of people go to work to run away from their spouse. That's oh my God. That's I didn't, yeah. Like I was like, how, how do you like marry someone that you can't, be mm-hmm. with for a long time mm-hmm. like there's one thing where it's like people are like yeah i need my space sometimes i want to hang out with my girls or something like that but it's another thing when you cannot stand your spouse and that's the issue you you should never be in that spot mm-hmm. you should never be in that spot i've never been like i can't i've when we argue i've been like oh i can't stand you in this argument because you were really republican and i was really <laughs> democrat like it is completely reversed it's so weird it's like now so i weird. find myself on like the democratic more liberal stance and she's like no nah! 
fucking Chinese. <laughs> yo, those Chinese people are kicking black people out of their house. Never forget, yo. Never forget. Remember. I'm not lying. I, no, like, I, it, like, we have switched, like, we've switched stances a lot. But you know what? We've allowed each other to grow. And that's another thing. If you're living together, you have to allow, you have to grow together. Uh-huh. Growing apart is not, it's not acceptable when you're thinking about marriage. Like if y'all are growing apart or he's growing in one direction and you're growing in, a, in another direction, you guys are going to end up with in two different separate places. Uh-huh. And, and the big thing is if you're not constantly communicating with each other, yeah. you're going to grow apart. Okay. Because you know you're doing your own thing. You're being independent of your partner. You're not really, but you got you have to bring them into your life and communicate how you're feeling, what you're going through, and you end up kind of growing in the same way uh-huh. because you're talking about the same things. Mm-hmm. You're when you do have disagreements, you end up coming to kind of a middle ground, and then you're always growing together. Versus, well, fuck that. I'm gonna go do my own thing, and you go do your thing, and we'll just agree to disagree at this point. We got to agree to disagree sometimes. You know, you have to. But It's more like when it comes to relationships, you have to lean on dependency instead of independence. Uh Because if you're more leaning on the independence part, y'all are not going, Uh the growing together is not going to happen. Yeah, you got to treat it like team. And people don't like being dependent. They don't. There's a big thing with like, okay, so like I I am, okay, so like I've, gone away from being like feminist Uh in a sense that like i don't even really like the word feminism because if you are believing in equality the word shouldn't start with femme Uh which is woman like it's equal like we're equal and like there's a lot of ideas that feminism pushes that just isn't cohesive to like relationships in general like your dude is your dude if you undermine that like in a lot of ways like you're gonna combat a natural instinct in him Uh and you're putting yourself at a loss like we have to like we have to think about like equality and not (laughs) trying to be above him Uh or like below him it's like we have to be partners yeah and and you know when you move in before you get married to somebody, you can really gauge whether you have the ability to do that with uh-huh. somebody. Uh-huh. Yeah, because my friend, Versus she was just like nah. trying to learn that after getting married. It's rough. Yeah. yeah, it's rough. I agree. So let's transition into this, right? So y'all said earlier when y'all were dating, y'all went half and half. Yeah. So mm-hmm. now that y'all are married, have things changed, or how does that how does that operate? Uh, for the most part, right now, it's definitely changed. It's, okay. It's well, okay. So the way that it worked was when we uh, when we first got married uh, for two years because we still lived in the roommate situation, nothing changed. Actually, yeah. pretty much nothing changed for a while until like we got he, the house. yeah, until we got the house. When we got the house, he 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 had graduated college the year before, and he got a pretty good job. And because he had got such a good job, he was making substantially more than I was. So he took on more. Okay. And I took on, like, less than he took on. Uh-huh. And, you know, it was okay because he was still making enough money to, like, uh-huh. do his thing. And uh-huh. I was still having money to have for myself. Uh-huh. And now that I got pregnant, I got really sick. 
Like, I legit haven't been able to work since January. Sheesh. I know. It's like, that's why that I honestly believe that, like, marriage is so important before you, before you bring children in the world. Uh-huh. Because I don't know what I would have done if I if it was just, like, me. Like, mm-hmm. I look at single moms, and I'm like, I, can't, I couldn't work. My body shut down on me. Like, there's days where I can't move. I'm... I, I have a issue with my uterus mm-hmm. and the babies I, I have fibroids growing with my baby and it just like breaks me down and I just get so sick and he has to take care of me a lot of mm-hmm. times and I don't have energy to do anything. Mm-hmm. And like I lost my job. My job was like, we can't work with, well, they tried to, but like I could not give the, epi- the I could not give them what they needed for me mm-hmm. and it wasn't a fair trade. Mm-hmm. So they were like, we got to let you go. And, like, thank God, like, he graduated college and he had his job. And, uh-huh. like, I'm completely dependent now. So it's, like, but I'm also pregnant. And uh-huh. yeah, if the crazy thing is how long we were trying. Yeah, we were trying for We were trying before we even got the house. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, and then. The baby was a blessing, but we didn't know it was going to take so much. Uh-huh. Like, our yeah. son is taking a lot from us. But. He's a blessing, so what can we say? Are y'all, is, is this it? One and done, that's it? I don't know if it's it, but it's, yeah, fo- this This was hard. I haven't fully decided yet. This okay. was a very hard one. I mean, I've literally always been pretty independent, pretty helpful with mm-hmm. everything, and, like, feeling dependent feels crippling. Mm-hmm. Like, it feels absolutely crippling. It's but hard when it's you when you when you're an adult and you find yourself like completely dependent on somebody, it it like hurts your soul. Mm-hmm. Like it just gets destroys any pride you have for yourself, and you just yeah. kind of feel like, God, why can't I just do something? <laughs> why can't I help in the smallest mm-hmm. way? Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, like it I've had depression. Is, like the depression hit me like. Around before I lost my job, because mm-hmm. I was like, I don't even want to cry, but like, like I've always been so independent, so independent, and I know that like you're supposed to be able to like. I I he's been so good to me, and I get it, and I'm so very grateful, and that's why I love my husband, and I like, I just, I've always been the go getter. Mm-hmm. Like when we got the house, we didn't even know we could get the house. Oh <laughs> my god! Yeah, yo. So like, th- what happened? Like, did you like, lose? You had to quit no, your job. Or yeah, something. I quit my job because my um one of my bosses he was abusive to me. Like he, mm. used to, I was a uh, not like I was physically, his but secre- just... I was his uh, secretary, and he used to cuss me out and stuff. And I was like, you know what? Fuck you. Pretty much, he, and I left. He had hired her on as a secretary mm-hmm. and then ran her like a project manager. Pretty much. And, like... <laughs> like, she was basically in charge of some of the jobs. She was making sure it was getting done. But without getting project sure manager getting paid. Without getting the pay for mm-hmm. it. And I was secretary like, pay. I can't so. do this. So when I left my job, I was like, you know what? I'm going to invest my time into making something better for us. I called... I called every, like, loan place I can get a hold of. I made sure, like, I, I got everything done for our house like i i got in contact with the mortgage people i was like what do you guys need to get this done we want this house and they were like okay we need this document sent it to him like 15 minutes the we need that f- the document first few places i tried to get a loan at um i got denied <laughs> 
And I, I, I was trying to use VA loan. They're like, no, you need this, this, and this. And mm-hmm. you're like, you don't have this, so don't even try. And I'm like, oh, all right. And and she attacked it like no no wasn't an answer she could take. And No I, wasn't I, the I, answer for me. I wasn't that hard pushed <laughs> to try and go find a house. She wasn't moment, that hard like, body. She was like, fuck I, this. We're probably yeah. still not well, in the best market to buy a house. Right, but I was like, if but I'm, she if went I full charge. I was like, if I have the time, I'm going to use this time to better my family. Mm-hmm. We didn't want to be in a roommate situation anymore mm-hmm. with our with our friends. And I was like, I'm going to get us a house. And I did all the things that we needed to get the house. He was like, whoa, this is actually happening. And I was like, yes, baby. He had the right credit. I had savings. He had savings. We both liquidated every dollar we had to put into this house. And we got the house. It was crazy, but we got the yeah. house in like six months, mm, and I was impressive. like, "That like when you when you have like Not that's even, what I, I was think like, it was like three months." It, yeah, it, it was, was like stupid. Fast. It was stupid, and it was fast. because Philly was just there, ready to collect whatever documents she needed. She even went through like damn ripped through the army uh, record area to freaking get my DD two fourteen yeah. that I had lost. And she's uh. like, "No, I needed this," and she's like. I couldn't even get that shit. Good job. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Like, that's what I mean. Like, it's that's that's what was crazy to me is like I've always been that woman that's like, we gonna get this, we gonna mm-hmm. get this money, we gonna get this. We're like, nothing is within out, outside of our reach. And like, like you know, when you're down, you're just like, fuck, I don't have any. Mm-hmm. There's nothing I can do right now. But like, every time she's out of job for a while, some. Big ass change happens in my life, and now this time I got a son coming on the way. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm just so proud of you, cause it's like, I I think it's sometimes I I would like to be like, oh, you know, this is uh, like I I would like to feel bad and depressed that I'm not helping out as mm-hmm. much as I can, but I I'll never forget the fact that I've been there since we've been broke, and now that you have it, it's just like there's nothing mm-hmm. that. You know, I'm, happy for y'all. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I'm I'm 35 and I'm just now getting to point. Like, I got my house, I got a family, I got a kid on the way, and like, yeah, I'm a I'm a late bloomer, I guess. Mm-hmm. But that feeling you get knowing that you are solely taking care of everything is indescribable. It's pretty cool. It's <laughs> <laughs> my boy. I love him. So, so well. what were some of the, so what are some of, like, the financial goals y'all had before getting married and then, like, once you're married, like, leading up to it? Like, did y'all say, like, okay, we needed, like, this amount of money saved up or how did that, how did that go? We were both responsible. You had your own savings. I had my own savings. We never, we didn't uh, join our accounts even after two years of being married. Okay. We, we had, yeah, after we got the house, we got our first joint account where we made a home fund. Cause uh-huh. It was like official. This is going to be the family fund. Uh-huh. It's like it was no longer roommates. It was us, just okay. us. So we wanted something that we can both put into but we kept our separate accounts so that if we wanted to buy each other gifts or something, uh-huh. it wouldn't be like, I saw like 50 bucks disappear <laughs> from the, the account. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Here you go. Surprise. Uh-huh. But so. Now we have the family account and that's like, but you still have your account, but we have the family account too. So it's like, you know. Yeah. I, I still keep a chunk of my check, but most of it kind of goes into the family account. Uh-huh. So keep everything getting paid and everything like that. And 
Yeah. So the family account, that's like for like uh, like the bills and the house expenses. That's, and stuff yeah, like exactly. that's the joint account. Okay. Anything right. that's family related. Okay, okay. Uh, I've got my account because I'll typically, you know, that's where I put all my gas expenses uh-huh. and work expenses that I might use or whatever. I buy myself lunch or whatever during the day. So, um, and then, you know, taking her out to eat and okay. taking our dates and stuff all like right. that. Yeah. I respect that. Because like when I be... What I'm thinking about is my credit. I'm trying to get my credit right, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's like when I, um, it's like I'm, I be thinking like, okay, if I want to get married, I don't want to get married with having bad credit. So it's like, let me sit down with my significant other to try to figure out, okay, your credit's here. We need your credit at least here. So that way if we get married and buy a house, that's not hindering us. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay. we, we had to deal with that a little bit. Well, okay, so he has pristine credit. Uh-huh. Like, his credit has, before I met him, his credit was pristine. That was a stupid part about not getting able to get a loan. Yeah. I had, I had, I had just gotten back from Afghanistan, so I had money in the bank uh-huh. to put a down deposit. By now, it by by the time I went through it, I was it was gone. So I had ended up having to buy a car and a couple uh-huh. other things, and it was just gone eventually. But I had money to put a down deposit, and I had... Um, I had the best credit score. Like all three of my numbers above eight hundred. Mm, they yeah. were like they were clapping. Like hey, print this out, whatever. Still couldn't get a loan. Damn. Yeah, because he, he wasn't at a job for a certain amount of time. You got to be at a job for a certain amount of time in order to get that. I also didn't ask for a loan mm. in the right place. Apparently. Well, no, because like uh, there was a difference. Either way, I was twenty when we first got together, so my credit was fresh out the boat Uh and like we did a few things together when we were when we were uh dating like i got some money i put it in a cd and then i put my money aside so that i could like uh, i pulled out a loan Uh and then i got a cd so i was paying that loan off and then like uh when the loan was due and everything i just finished out that loan using the cd once i cashed out the cd that helped my credit I got like he we we went to like um somewhere we got like this little card that you can get where you pay the bank like five hundred dollars oh, uh, prepaid uh, like 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 a secure credit card yeah, yeah like yeah, a yeah, secure yeah. credit card yeah. so well, I had basically borrowing against your own money yeah. Yeah. yeah it was it was get trying to get her first credit card because that's that's gonna be the easiest way mm-hmm. to kind of build your credit um yeah getting a small loan is a great way to build your credit um, yeah and then just um making when, sure those payments when are we on got time, married. You know? Like, um, I, his mom, we, we did a deal. So he had a car. His brother didn't have a car. His mom got a Mustang. She got a fresh new Mustang. She went and got herself a brand new, brand new car. (laughs) So she had an old car. His brother wanted his old car. And well, he wanted to drive a manual. And at that point she couldn't drive. She still can't drive manual. I'm not gonna lie. I can't Um, drive, but my car had broken down. uh So I was without a car and his brother was without a car. So what and they, I had a manual that she couldn't drive, drive. and we were, so it was she, it was one thing because we were we were able to kind of get back and forth, deal with our jobs the way they were with uh-huh. my with my car. But if she ever needed to go somewhere and I didn't want to leave home, uh-huh. I had no choice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she wanted but, to go anywhere. I was taking her. Yeah, because okay, so like we he gave his car up for me. Uh-huh. He gave his brother his car, and he took his mom's car and his mom gifted me his mom's car. I, I so we had a one car. For a focus. Shit. Yeah. 
a manual yes. for an <laughs> automatic. He that was made sad. you feel like it was kind of manual because it had that little button shifty uh-huh. thing. But that only sucks because we ended up taking it into the shop one day and they're like, yeah, you need a new clutch. And I'm like, it's a fucking automatic. He goes, well, it's a manual with automatic shifting. Yeah. And I'm like, fucking Ford. <laughs> Either way, he went like he went a few years like we went at least a year without you having a car and we had one car in the house and he literally brought me to and from work and made sure that I was at work while he was still working his delivery job and we had that one car and you gave up your car for the car that I have now. So when after we got married, I put his truck in my name. Oh yeah, we we I, I I wanted a small truck, and we I ended up having to go to tons of little freaking used car lots uh-huh. because small trucks are just not made anymore. Uh-huh. I wanted a small small truck, and I eventually found one. But you know, buy a used truck off the lot, you're going to paying a lot more. Uh-huh. Than so I got a small car loan at the same same time. I'm like, all right, I haven't gotten a loan in a while. My credit score has been affected by that. I'm going to get this loan or at this point, like we're, we're both, we're both gonna put our name on it because it's gonna boost both our, mm-hmm. our scores yeah. and get us better in position to buy a house again. And then we both paid for the car. I mean, we both paid for the truck for a while, and then you started paying for the truck full term, and now the truck is paid off. And my credit score is like, we did that. Yeah, we, did we that. actually just paid it off. I don't even think we've actually closed it out yet. Yeah, but no, like we did that. My credit score is like looking like nice. Like, well, it was a lot of teamwork. It mm-hmm. wasn't like I was by myself at all. It was mm-hmm. like it, that. It was nice because he was responsible and I was responsible. We didn't like. Yeah, we, yeah. we worked together to get both of our scores up. That is love, man. Because I don't think. I can. I'm like, yo. If I get married, I have kids. I don't know if I want to give up my Honda Civic for an SUV. So I can't even imagine giving up my whip. Oh, that's love. It was uh, love. It's, it's not that big of a problem because eventually it's like. I mean, it's Florida. You can only drive so fast, <laughs> and eventually, like, if you have the speed, you find yourself uh, wanting to run people over more. Uh-huh. Especially on like I four or four thirty six, which I spent a lot of time on, uh, but it was it was still a comfortable ride. Okay, so, and it got better gas mileage. So How about cool. this? It's nice. I've been with a guy before that I had to help out most of the way, and he never paid me back. He uh-huh. never was grateful. He never was grateful. But when you have a dude that's like, I'm a man. Uh-huh. I'm a step up and be a man. All I do is treat him like a man. I don't ever, like, degrade him. I'm not shooting him down. Uh-huh. He's he's a good guy, and I treat him like that. That's, that's not she, She'll try and burn me every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you fake. <laughs> you're, you're fake. <laughs> oh, man. I yeah. appreciate this. Man, I appreciate y'all getting on. We're going to wrap this up. This was fun. Yeah. This was definitely fun. Um, this was This was really good. This is better. I didn't know what to expect, but this was good. Yeah, this was, this was, was definitely good, man. This is my best friend. Like, bumped the husband. Husband's just a title. This mm-hmm. is my best friend. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in marrying anybody that's less than your best friend. Mm-hmm. If you're not capping for that person, it ain't real love. <laughs> 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 not real love. If you're out there thinking about being with somebody else, it's not real love. Marriage ain't marriage.
Right. All right, y'all, man. We're going to wrap this up. Um, I think y'all forgetting on. Mm-hmm. Um, part three, we're going to be talking about prenups. Which um, we didn't do. Mm-hmm. We and talked about doing it. Yeah. We got married twice. Oh, got married twice? Yeah. We got married at the courthouse, and, and then, then two years later, we okay. got married. Okay, okay. And that's going to be another thing we're gonna, I'm going to be talking about is whether or not to have a ceremony or not. So it's going to be oh. it's going to be interesting. Strong believer in going to the courthouse first <laughs> and then saving up. Damn. <laughs> saving up. Girl, save that money. It wasn't even that funny. It, it was horrible. It was walking around waving like you're a princess or something. That was it. I mean, it was pretty. It was pretty. <laughs> um, oh man, that's good. Um Yeah, so uh Y'all can email me at admin at averagejtpc, um, dot com. No, email me at admin at averagejt, not the PC part, my bad. I'd be forgetting my own email. I don't know how, but I, I'd be forgetting my own email nowadays. Um, if you want to be on the Creative Corner segment or if you want to do the podcast uh, podcast plug, everybody eat segment. Um, remember, part three is next week. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for laughing. I hope y'all get a better understanding of what it takes to get married and to stay married. That's that's the goal of this series. That's that's the goal of the series. So first week I have my parents on. I have y'all on who's expecting. Next week I'm having a, a couple who has a kid and then their kid and then their kid's almost one. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a different dynamic. So um like I said, thank y'all for laughing, man. Thank y'all for listening. Philippians four thirteen. Peace. Different kind of city when you live it right. All different opinions, can you choose a side? Come together for the better. Change can only start from the thoughts of.